Welcome to the Hybrid Dive, everybody, with your favorite dumpster diving raccoon. It's Dylan Scott, the Hybrid Raccoon. And Dylan wants to bring you a lot of fun deep dive into the high rocks and hybrid world. And he wants to bring you some athletes you might not have heard of. And we're pretty sure you haven't heard of this one. This is Jordan. We found her while we were talking about the Battle Bunker. And uh, we saw she was a beast. And we were like, dude, we got to talk to her. So we brought her on. And future episodes with Dylan will just be Dylan. Maybe I'll join him once in a while. Uh, but that's the great thing about this network. We got people with their own programs. We got me. I'm going to do my thing on Fridays. Meg Jacoby, current world's fastest woman at the High Rocks. Got, his own, got her own show on Mondays. And then Dylan on Wednesdays. So enjoy this episode with Jordan. Get to know her. dive in welcome to the to the hybrid dive thank you did you listen to uh dylan and i try to figure out who you were um was that the one that you sent me yes okay so i listened to part of it and then i guess i probably didn't listen far enough and then i started listening to just a bunch of other ones to see like how your guys' podcast works so grand scheme no i guess i didn't listen to, uh listen to that sorry right. we were we were we were looking at the leaderboard <laughs> we were trying to figure out who was who and we looked at you, and uh, what did we say other than "Wow, Dylan"? What was what was our first reaction? I mean, my well, my first reaction was um, she absolutely crushed everyone in that string superset. I was like, "This girl is strong." That was my first reaction. <laughs> so, how did you hear about how did you hear about the battle bunker? First off, um, honestly, so I I used to watch a lot of YouTube growing up, like in high school and stuff like that, and especially in college. Um, and I started seeing Austin like all over YouTube and was really into just like him, like watching all of his, I'm going to go try out this academy. I'm going to go try out this test. I'm going to do this, see if I'm fit. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then just started seeing that like Battle Bunker was a thing that he created with Hunter. And I know Hunter from the realm of hybrid or um high rocks and then crossfit as well so i just follow a lot of crossfit people because that's typically what i do um and just found him on instagram and kind of just saw everything from there and i saw that they'd done a competition last year and i was like wow that looks kind of fun like it's sort of like crossfit but more so a lot more running in it <laughs> and uh saw that it was coming out it's free to join so i was like why not try it out and give it a shot and here we are so <laughs> So when you um, when you saw that you'd made the final fifteen, uh, were you were like were you pretty confident based on your numbers that that you would you would probably make it? The only thing I was confident in is was the strength superset, and I was like, okay, that's hopefully I can do well enough that if I bomb the last two, especially the sixteen hundred meter run, because I if you guys have looked at my Instagram. I'm not built to be a runner <laughs> and uh, I kind of knew that going into it, I would probably be among like one of the last times on there. So um, I kind of just knew that I was confident in my lifting one and I was pretty confident in the, um, the 30, 20, 10 dumbbell thruster and burpee one as well, just because for me, that's the CrossFit realm of it. The 35 pound dumbbells are light, but I am on the taller side, 5'11". So it takes a little bit longer for me to get to the ground. So I was like, well, I got to do good there as well. Um, but seeing how I lined up next to everybody was just, it was quite incredible the times that I saw for everything. So, um, but yeah, I, I was confident with just the one lifting part. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you definitely should have been confident with that, with the functional capacity test. Cause I mean, you tested really well there. You got third. Um, and Hey, listen, I, I did battle bunker. It is okay to do the things that you're terrible at because let me tell you, I looked at that street superset. I just laughed. I said, this is going to be <laughs> ridiculously bad for me. So for you, you go in, you go the mile. I'm going to be towards the back. You were number 21. Listen, for that street superset, I was DFL. Okay. So it, it is all right to take a swing at things. And I mean, to come out and, and have the numbers that you put down here. I have a question that I wonder about with you being 5'11", with that kind of capacity, and the height, do you just, when there's rowing in a workout, do you kill it? 
I do. I am good at rowing. Do I enjoy it or will I ever voluntarily do it? Absolutely not. Oh, what a loss. <laughs> um, what a loss. But yeah. It, I feel like uh, you would be a monster. It is. I mean, having the long legs, being able to push myself further back on the seat, and then also just once I hinge and lean back and pull, it's far further than those who are shorter than me. My partner is 5'1", and when we row together, it's night and day. I mean, she oh, can pull sure. as hard as she wants. But, I mean, it ain't like three pulls is equal to my one. So, it, yeah. Yeah, so so that was just that was immediately my thought when you said you're like a five eleven, and then I saw that SCT score and I saw this list. I was like, this girl probably messes up some herds. Um, and then <laughs> other thing with that, other thing with that, you mentioned you said ah, I looked at Battle Bunker and I saw it had running like in it. I said, and High Rocks has more running in it. You don't like rowing. Do you like running in any capacity, even though you're not built for it? Oh yeah, I one of my goals this year um, is actually to be. I wrote to become a runner. Um, okay. I hated it in college when I played basketball. We always had to run the time mile. Yeah. And, like, you know, all of us would come up with, oh, coach, food poisoning, can't do it. Like, not even not even a terrible time. Like, Yeah. What was your, what was your mile time back then? <laughs> I mean, we just had to run it in 730, so it was probably 730 on the dot. Um, okay, well, you you have you're you're the same level of runner that you were when you were a basketball player because you ran seven twenty four. Except for I do enjoy it more. Like I will voluntarily yeah. go on runs now, and um, it's something that I want to do. In in the moment, once I'm doing it, I don't want to be doing it. But afterwards and before, yeah. I'm like, this is a really good idea. So um, I started out running and liking it more. I did Nick Bear's uh, hybrid performance. When I first got okay. out of college, because it was up to me to kind of keep my fitness in my hands now at this point. And so that's where I actually started running the bulk of, you know, getting back into it. And I think there was a, a month or so that I logged like 60 miles. And okay. I mean, that's pretty small. <laughs> um, but for me, I was like, whoa, that's pretty wild. So um, getting into it, I really do enjoy it. Yeah, there's definitely different, you know, there's different perspectives and parameters. For some people, they go 60 miles, you know, for a elite marathon, they're like, okay, I'm halfway through my week, um, yeah. you know. But then if you hit them with some of the lifting numbers you do, they're like, all right, I, you know, to do one rep of that, I'm going to have to do like three or four to even get to that number. So completely different perspectives with regards to how people view things. Now, I want to yep. go back and get started from like, what even got you into sports? Like, where were you at? getting into basketball. I think we saw you were a thrower. Um, yeah, I threw in college at one well, high school as yeah. well. Um, but basketball was my kind of outlet in life. Um, okay. Short story, didn't really grow up with the best home life. And I ended up leaving okay. when I was 15. Um, but basketball was kind of like my thing to always be out of the house, never had to be around my parents, um, that kind of thing. And when I first started out, I started out playing with the boys. And it really molded me to be more of an aggressive player. And um, I think eighth grade, I got my first college letter. And I, at the time, I didn't even know that, like, what college was. I, no one had ever talked to me about it. My parents hadn't mentioned anything. I, quite frankly, didn't know there was anything beyond high school. Um, and so once that started where happening, the, where I started. Is this where is this geographically? Uh, Oregon. Born and raised in Oregon. Okay. Uh, what part of Oregon? Salem. Okay. So you yeah. didn't know you didn't know there was like big college runners in Oregon or like the Ducks or anything? No. I mean like I my my parents don't do sports like NASCAR and soap operas. That was them. And so um I lived in this bubble of like I didn't I just didn't really know that there was much else out there. And once I started playing with um a boys team in sixth grade, we started kind of traveling around Oregon, going to different cities and playing basketball. Um, and then I got trans. I went over to the women's side, um, like I should, and <laughs> it just bloomed from there. You know, I did a bunch of AAU travel teams and, um, flew out of state for that kind of stuff. And it was, yeah, I think in high school, that's when I really started to realize it, um, that there was more out there. So were, were you already like hitting the gym more than your teammates? When did you kind of, where did that part kind of fit in? I honestly I mean, I'm the first one to own it now. I really hated to work hard when I was younger. Um, I just was someone who, if you told me it needed to be done this way, I could figure it out. And I was very coachable. And 
it just was something that came very naturally to me. And then being a bigger body, I think I hit 5'11 my sophomore year and I have stopped growing since then. I was just tall at the very beginning. And then in high school, I mean, I was sitting around probably 175, 5'11 as a sophomore. So I was just a tank on the court. Yeah. But I moved quick. <laughs> but I moved quickly and I wasn't necessarily tall enough to be a post because our posts were still taller than me, but I had was quick enough to be on the outside on the perimeter, but big enough to also bully my way in, which was something that I took to my advantage. And um I'll say like when practice was there, I did work really hard. But outside of it, I'd go shoot around and not until college did I probably start working a bit harder because Everyone else is just as good or if not better. And so um, I also played with some incredibly incredible D1 athletes in high school at my school. One plays in the WNBA now. The other went over to Germany and played. So okay. Come on, um, drop, drop names. Drop names. <laughs> Katie McWilliams, she played at OSU. Um, okay. All four years, she was a starter. Awesome. Graduated, went over and played in Germany. And then Avina Westbrook, she graduated okay. from my high school, McDonald's All-American, uh, Gatorade Player of the Year, went and played for Tennessee for a few years, sat out due to an injury, transferred to UConn, finished out there. She's bounced around a few WNBA teams, but I think she plays for the Mystics now. Um, okay. But yeah, she's she's doing awesome. We still catch up, but yeah, some really yeah. good players. So, and then- so do you think if you... If you put, are you saying that if you put in the work, you would have gone to a bigger school? So I went to Boise State. Uh, I went D1 my first year. Uh, we won our conference. I got a ring. Went to uh, Mountain West. NCAA. Yep, Mountain West. Uh, okay. Played in the March Madness tournament. Got our butts handed to us by UCLA. Um, okay. Yeah. And so I, I didn't have a ton of guidance. I mean, like I said, I didn't know college was really a thing. So when I picked Boise State, um, I'd picked it for a coach that ended up leaving before I even got there. So I didn't really know the team and I didn't really know the other coaches. And so I took that year to figure out like, okay, these are a lot of things I don't like. Is it worth staying here? So I decided to leave and I went back home to Oregon and played at a smaller NAIA Division One school, Corbin. It was a private school yeah, that's in the one Salem. That I saw on your, that's the one that I saw on your Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so played there. Your teepers, and do we got your teeper stats pulled. I said, we got your teeper stats pulled up. I, I, we're going to get to that part. Yeah. All right, so, keep going with this. Yep, ended up transferring back there. Um, broke my ankle the first year I was there. Uh, took some months off for that. Came back. And um, it was probably one of the best decisions I think I could have made for just physical and mental well-being, honestly. Um I love Oregon as well, so it was just a great place to be back. But I grew a lot as a person and as a basketball player, uh, lots of valuable lessons, and I had a lot more success there than I think I ever would have being at some big D1 school with a big name. Um, yeah, so it was just a, it was all around a great decision to go back. But so getting back to the, the sort of CrossFit-like piece, like when did you kind of sort of find the gym? CrossFit I found in 2021. Um so I am new to it. I've almost been doing it two years in July. And I kind of found it as like I mentioned, I did Nick Bear's hybrid performance like marathon training for a while. Um, but I kind of got bored with the the running and then the bodybuilding. Um, I didn't really I wanted a little bit more functionality to it, I guess. And um I had heard about CrossFit, followed a bunch of people online that did it. And so I thought that that would spark some interest, but again, CrossFit can be pretty expensive. So, um, I was in Montana. I moved to Montana right after I graduated for work and, um, just really expensive out there, not to live, but expensive to, you know, join CrossFit, be by myself and all those things. So I kind of just started cherry picking online from things I would find like the box programming CrossFit. Um, and I, I can't really do much of that in a globo gym um with the no no dropping the weights policy there's it's just not enough room for it but um i had met my partner through instagram actually and she lived in florida she's a crossfit coach competes just a beast of a person and she would just send me things that i could do so then i started doing that i flew down to florida where she lived and 
started, took my first CrossFit class there at her home gym. And it's kind of just how it all started. All right. And so with that, so, so like we've gotten to the CrossFit area here. From your college experience, did you have any kind of training in some of the movements that, that you found in CrossFit? Like, did they have you in the weight room at Corbin or at Boise State doing anything, moving a barbell? Or was this all just like, all right, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some stuff online. Teach me what to do, please. Yeah, it was kind of like, hey, I'm here. Teach me what to do. At Boise State, a lot of our stuff was like hex bar, deadlifts, bench press, RDLs, and then a bunch yep. of TRX band stuff. I They might be incorporating it now, which I think is very important for all athletes to be doing some sort of like Olympic lifting, whether it's cleaning, uh, snatching, you know, whatever it is, um, just for that explosiveness power. But I'm not saying like ages ago because I wasn't in school that long. I mean, it was just a little bit ago. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, I was going to say you couldn't like, (laughs) we got you as like, you're 25, correct? Yeah. And so yeah, you're, younger than, I, you're younger than me. You couldn't be that far out of college. <laughs> no. And so when I was there my freshman year, it was just kind of the like, hey, we do the three benchmarks. We do the deadlift, we do benches and we do back squats. So and then we do a bunch of accessories that are kind of more functional with being explosive, you know, heavy dumbbell lunges, um, yeah. jumping, jumping lunges after, like right after as fast as possible. So just kind of things like that. Um, so I had like, I had lifting experience and I was fairly strong. I mean, I was my so- freshman and sophomore year, I was still squatting 315. Um, as That's fairly strong in, in season. And so from that aspect, I kind of had that. Um, but when I went to CrossFit, I mean, it was a mess at first learning it, but it just, it was something I was wanting to do. So I, I worked hard at it finally <laughs> and uh, okay. it just started coming to me. So, yeah. So it sounds to me like you're somebody who kind of, you're somebody who would say play to the competition around you. Like when you were in, in high school training, you're like, Hey, if it was practice, I was busting it. And you had to be, cause like you said, you had two people on your team that ended up going very far with that sport. And then when left to your own devices, you know, you didn't let it down cause you were still doing stuff, but then they put you in a CrossFit environment and you feel like, are you one of those people who, if I'm on my own and I have to do a workout versus if I'm with people, when I'm with people, I smash it. When I'm alone, I'm like, ah, I get to it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's one of my biggest things that I talk to my partner about all the time is like, why do I do CrossFit? Um, I can't do every movement yet. Still learning. Um, my excuse is, is it takes a lot of strength to get as much as I weigh up and over a bar, <laughs> but there are other things I'm doing to accomplish it. But yeah, it's just when I'm with people, it's uh, I don't want to let anybody else down, but it's when I'm by myself, that's where I got to fight myself on the discipline of like, okay, come on, this is hard. We're going to do it no matter what. And um, in most of the training recently that I have, I got a new coach and it's been nice to have a coach and not necessarily just a generalized programming. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, for, for example, like proven or mayhem, you can, you can pay to have like the affiliate and do their compete track, but it's like, you're not reporting to anybody at the end of the day and no one's there to be like, okay, you hit this and you did this well. So let's adjust this next week and we'll go heavier. And so now that I have like my own coach that I have to send my whole week back to him so that he knows what to program for me the next week, I'm like, okay, I can't let him down. Like I, I owe it to him that he's putting in the time and the effort to write me this programming and to make me a better like athlete. I, I need to like hold my end of the deal. So um, just this last kind of like since I started CrossFit last year and a half, I've really worked on the mental side of discipline and just making sure that I am trying to hit that pain cave. But then it yeah. results back to the question of I don't really want to hurt that bad. I've been forced to for f- four plus years in college basketball. So it's like, do I really like want to feel like I'm dying? No. And will I force myself to get, get there? And most often than not, I stop right before it and I'll take my rest instead of just pushing yeah. through it. So it's just kind of like that battling that game. Um, in the battle bunker, even just the freaking pipeline was the same way. I was like, I just gotta, <laughs> I, I was confident in the weightlifter going, I was like, I got this one. Yeah. The other ones, I really gotta like hit that pain part. And on the run, I'll say it, I did not hit that pain part. I just knew that okay. I needed to be somewhere in this middle ground, which mm-hmm. obviously showed on 
the leaderboard. Um, and I did it again after the fact, cause they'd mentioned a little bit about like, they might be opening it back up for like resubmission. Um, okay. And I did it again, recorded it. And I was like, we can cut some time off. And I went down to, I think like seven, what was it? Seven thirteen. But okay, I like, so let at that point. <laughs> yeah. So it was like just each lap. I had to make sure that, you know, it was a little bit faster, but in my head, I was like, shoot, I don't know if I could go any faster than that. <laughs> but and again, pushing into that pain cave. So what, what you are going telling us is that the results that we see on the board right here are not your ceiling. Um, you have not reached that yet. And you're not close. I don't know if you're close to that yet, because if we've got somebody who's putting up impressive results while still admitting, like, like I, I can't get the most out of myself. Like I'm working with a coach now maybe they'll start to pull it out of me more. That shows a lot of promise. And so that should be really exciting, to be honest, yeah. to be able to say to yeah. yourself, like, you know, you're going to have to go there. Um, the pain cave is not fun. No. Um, I agree. You just sit there and you kind of like your face down and you're just like heaving into the ground. And you're like, man, oh boy, what was I thinking? But yeah, the results that come from, if you'll take like that just little bit further of a step, that's what edges everything up. And so yep. you're working with a coach now, are you programming towards things that are more hybrid based, like Battle Bunker, Decafit, High Rock stuff, or are you still on the CrossFit kind of track? It's primarily been CrossFit. Um, I had I got him before the Battle Bunker, um, and then Battle Bunker was released, or I kind of found it and was like, "Hey, I think I want to do this," and so he tailored my programming to it. Um, and same thing now. Uh, the biggest thing was kind of going back to your thing about like, have I, I just haven't hit my ceiling yet or, you know, and I think the thing with that is I just haven't had a goal. So there's not necessarily like a, I'm training for this. So it's just kind of been like a generalized, I just want to be able to do CrossFit. I want to do it RX. I want to be able to do every movement in CrossFit. My goal this year was to compete in the open for the first time ever doing it RX. I did that. I made it to quarterfinals, but couldn't do some of the workouts due to the fact that I wasn't able to do some of those you know lifts and well yeah some, some of the movements essentially um the gymnastics piece is like my biggest issue and so coming back to battle bunker i found that and i was like oh this is a goal that i have is just to compete in this pipeline and see if i even make it further so tailored the training a little bit to the pipeline of we added in a bunch of cardio pieces like every wednesday i think i had three 10 minute amraps just doing a bunch of stuff 85 to 90% efforts with 10 minute rest in between. So it's 30 minutes of work, 20 minutes of rest. And so doing that, I think also helped prepare me a little bit just cardio wise. Uh, and so now that, <laughs> now that we're just going to be out there running, <laughs> um, yeah. we have, <laughs> we have programmed a lot more running, uh, weighted running. And so, you know, I've got some weeks to train for it and that's the goal. Um, yeah. <laughs> Now that the goal is there, I am training for it, still trying to keep my strength um, for that strength piece as well, but um, really focusing on the running thing now. Do I think I'm going to come out and be this marathon runner in just a few weeks? No, but I'm just ready to to just give it a go and, you know, it did well, good. No, I was just, I'm, I'm glad that you're like, hey, I understand this is going to take a long time because if you were like, I got three weeks, I'm going to be great at running, I'd have to be like... <laughs> Ooh, this no, is gonna be a painful. I'm like, pretty realistic with myself, and I'm I, I tend like to it. always go on the the lower expectation just so that I'm like, okay, cool, I did beat that low expectation that I had, so we're doing good. Um, yeah, I but, agree. Yeah. I pull the same thing. I, I'll do the same thing. I will lowball my expectations because a lot of disappointment in life is a mismatch between expectation and reality. And if yeah. you can actually slowly set, like, hey, these are these little bars. Like you clear it, even though, you know, I can probably go higher, but you just keep building momentum. Then you suddenly climb so much further than you would have had you shot really high miss, miss. Then you just yep. get discouraged. So what I'll be interested to see how you do. Matt, do you have the workouts? You want to pull them up? Yeah, if you can, because I want to see which one she's most excited about, which one she's training hardest for, and then which one she's like, eh, it just, it, it exists. Uh, first one is yard work. Athletes include the following in a weighted vest. They're going to give you the vest. 20-pound men, 14-pound women, one-mile run, 60 shoulder to overhead, 100 males, 70 females, 120 push-ups, 
240 air squats and then one mile at the end. So yeah, let's let's dig into that one. What what are you thinking? So <laughs> I saw this one and I just instantly thought Murph. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Murph Murph ish is what Murph-ish. they should call it. Yeah. Murph was like a twist, like a huge twist. Um, I've done Murph and it's always been unweighted. So of course, pretty like I think what hit me the hardest on this one was the push-ups. Um, CrossFit, we don't do a bunch of bench press and we don't do a bunch of push-ups. Like, I mean, the most push-up ish you get is a burpee. And so, um, I think that's something that a lot of CrossFitters lack is chest strength. So that is something that I was like, all right, got to work on that. Got to start working on my running with a vest. Um, but this one I'm like decently excited about. It wasn't more, it wasn't like a disappointing workout to see. It was also one like that's very creative and this is going to suck for everybody. So like good on them for creating such a workout. Um, but yeah, this one, I thought that shoulder to overhead, not going to be too big of a problem. Oh, I mean, I say that, but I don't know what running with a weighted vest is going to do to my shoulders. Um, it's not too bad. And then, yeah, hopefully not. It's not, um, it, and then, nah, it shouldn't be. Well, a, a ruck yeah. is well, a then, ruck is a ruck is way more like it's bouncing. Oh, You're okay, yeah, it's on the, yeah. This is just a vest. This is just the 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 plates, to my understanding, or just the vest. Actually, there's not even a plate. In yeah, it. it's just the vest. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you'll breeze the shoulder to overheads. All right, good vibes. Then after that, well, I won't say breeze, but I think it'll be something <laughs> that I'll be able to do good sets in. Um, obviously, knowing who I'm running against. Uh, I've done my own research and I know most of these ladies are high rocks world champions and um, just really good, strong runners. So like, I don't have an expectation that I'm going to be front of the pack or necessarily mid front of the pack. Um, so my hope is to catch up on the shoulder to overhead, the pushups and then the squats, especially um, that's, that's my a game. Uh, every year I do Murph. Typically I break them into sets of 100. So um again though i've never done done them weighted so could be completely different um but yeah so hopefully i can make ground and catch up and then just hold off on that second run but yeah not too stressed about this workout it just is what it is and it's gonna suck um so yeah i'm ready for it yeah it looks like a good 30 minutes of pain oh yeah wouldn't you not even sweat that first run? Wouldn't you even like, I mean, not slow jog it, but like pretty close. Like you've got so much work to do where you're, you probably are stronger than every woman there. I mean, what would you, how I mean, would you, how would you coach her, uh, Dylan? Um, I mean, for her, if I'm coaching her on this, my, my goal is for her, she's not going to slow the first run and take it easy. I'm going to say you need to keep connection um, because you're going to have to be connected by midway through the work. You need to have been reconnected and then by through the air squats, you need to have separated. So you're going to have to do that. And then, then you're going to have to take a visit to somewhere you don't like to go for a mile. That's, that's what it is. Stay connect, reconnect, distance yourself, and then go to a dark place. And then the finish line will be there to greet you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was thinking. But, uh, so when you put me on a track and just tell me to run four circles, I just, uh, this just takes me back to college and the. (laughs) <laughs> I hate running on a track thing, but if you tell me to start in a line and just run a mile, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been to uh, I've been to this venue, and this is where Hunter did his world record Murph attempt in 2020. So it was an out and back, down the road and back. So my guess oh, is that yeah. my guess is it'll be the same path, um, unless Hopefully. unless they've built a track recently near there. So I think that's the <laughs> that's the that's the deal. Um, well, then tweets. Uh, so yeah. Little jog down the road, back into the gym. All right, you want to move on to barbell, Dylan? Yeah, let's go to barbell capacity. I think this. Well, here's the thing: you just said how bench press is something that you guys uh, just you don't hit that much. Well, let's and now let's, here comes a workout with aloud bench press. For the, uh, let's read it aloud yeah. for the listener. So, sixty second. Yeah, go ahead, max, max. Sixty second max rep bench press. One eighty five men, one thirty five women. Three minute rest, and then sixty second max rep deadlift. Three fifteen two twenty five. What do you usually work out with? Like in both of these? Yeah. Um, well, like I said, we don't ever do bench press. And if we do, it's like dumbbell stuff. So, um, and for the women, it's always going to be 35 pound dumbbells. Um, and CrossFit works like 75% of what men do. That's the weight for the women. So, you know, 75% of 285 
that would be the women's weight. So um, typically it's never a super heavy weight. I want to say women's weight would typically be like 115, 125. So 135 essentially, I mean, I looked at that and I was like, that's a heavy barbell for women. I mean, just generally that's, that's a, that can be a heavy weight for women. Um, but I look at this workout and I said, oh crap for the bench press, but I, I'm for the deadlift. I feel confident that I can get some reps in. Well, so are you, are, uh, hold on. Are you not, you said, I think I can get some reps in. Are you not confident that you are getting a rep at 135? There's no way. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I haven't tested it yet. Um, oh, I'm working up on. to you, it right you've now. You've got to know. I know I can get a rep in. That's for sure. Okay. Well, that's how you say <laughs> it. You're like, I can get rep. some reps. <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to say, if we're not getting a rep here, like that would be Cole. So I was talking to Cole Schwartz about this workout and uh, he was like telling me how many he wanted to do. And I said, it's at 185. I said, I'll give you one if you'll help me a little. Like, so I, <laughs> but either way, all right. So you hadn't tested it yet, but I'm willing to say you've probably got some in the bag, but then the dead. Yeah. Bag. Yeah. And then deadlift, feel like I'll be good to go. Yeah. But again, my question, my question, Dylan, is who do you, who do you think in this field can do that? Like who, um, are, those, who are those women is going to crank out a bunch of bench presses? Well, let, Meg let me from the East coast. I saw her story. She was out there just uh, repping up. Well, we're going to, Meg, Meg, Meg is going to eat that up. Well, Meg is already, <laughs> Meg is already somewhere else. So we'll just like, we're, we're not counting Meg who we already assume is like the favorite going into this event, this entire competition outside of Meg. Who do you think her competition is going to be that could push a lot of weight? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm trying to pull it up, and my thing keeps uh, keeps like refreshing on me and going backwards. So hold on. Again, Let I me know get there's there. some very strong women. I know there's some amazing athletes. They clearly beat you know a large percentage of women. I just mean for the serious for knowing we know what kind of work Jordan can do. I just feel like this will this this could be. Uh, um, do we look at like a do we look at like a Katie Knight, a Carly Wopat, and I don't know how strong yeah. Long Weeks is in a bench West Coast, press. West Coast, like those, West Coast. Those are all West Coast women. Wait, this is this is. This yeah, she's yeah, in the West, West Coast. Oh, I thought you were East Coast. No, no, no. Texas East Coast is, is where Coast. Meg is. Oh, well then, well then, forget what I just said. I'm sorry. I for, I thought you were on the East Coast. Meg is on the East Coast. No, Meg yeah. is on the East Coast. All right, you guys confused me there for a second. All right, well, you got a lot of competition, Jordan. You're going to be going against some amazing women. It's going to be a great, great time I am. for you. <laughs> yeah, you can mix it up, but you'd rather do that, right? You want to mix it up with the best, right? Yeah, I mean, I have already like set my mind. I. Like, by no means do I expect to come in first, second, or third. I'm just here to challenge myself. Because um, the first thing when I saw these workouts, I was like, I may as well just drop out right now. Because I was like, I'm telling you, I'm going to be last in this workout, this workout, and this workout. And I was like, there's only three. <laughs> and I talked to my coach. <laughs> and he was like, you got to at least just try it. He's like, we'll train for it. And he's like, you got six weeks. I'll program it. We'll see how good we can get you. And if you're feeling good, no injuries and everything, then we'll go for it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, doesn't matter if I'm last out on the field. I just had a CrossFit competition last week that I think made me a little bit more comfortable of failure. You know, um, in basketball, failure really wasn't something I was used to. I mean, if we lost as a team, we lost as a team. And yeah. I was, I mean, just to say it quite frankly, I was a very good basketball player. Um but I am not a very good CrossFitter. I am hoping to get there. Um, and so, I mean, there was a workout that had a buy-in of 21 muscle-ups. And then you could start the workout, but it was an eight-minute time cap. And I spent eight minutes just trying to get some bar muscle-ups. And I got two. So I stood hey. there while everyone, <laughs> while everyone else finished, you know, and I just tried to get muscle-ups and chip away at them. It's, it's, again, it's a movement I am not very good at still working for um squats in my training but i felt more comfortable just knowing like okay well i tried i got two and it's not the end of the world this doesn't mean i'm a terrible person doesn't mean i don't work hard like none of these things apply just because i couldn't finish the workout and so translating that over to looking at these workouts again i have not looked at them again since the first time they were released because i was like dang but looking at them i'm more comfortable now and just knowing that I'm going to go out there and if, if I'm last, then like I'll cheer myself on. Like it, I'm just going to try and finish the workouts. That's the goal here. So, so, so I've got two things. One, 
you know, there are some really good people and some really bad people who can't do muscle ups. So I'm not certain on the morality of if you're a bad person, if you can't do it. Like, there's some yeah. folks I could name off that I'd be like, ah, I don't know. That's a that's a strong argument for bad people can't do muscle ups. But with all that said, one, yeah, uh, those first two workouts, I see absolutely no way that you are finishing last in either of those. So you can you, we could go ahead and probably punch those two and say, yeah, I'm not going to finish last year. Good thing is you are willing to accept getting your butt handed to you and say, well, at least I tried. You know, yeah. that that takes a lot. That takes a lot to stand yep. there and be like, I'm fit, but this movement comes I'm in. I'm not that fit. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like you can be like, I'm fit, but this movement comes in and now I can't even do it. And there are yep. plenty of people that can. But you look at it and you go, ah, I'm going to keep working at it. Like that's a that's a good mindset. Um, and so the only one that I would say, mm, you might be right, is workout number three. Oh, yeah. I, I told my coach one of the funny comments. I was like, so you want me to go there just so I can run one lap with these ladies? And that's it. <laughs> it's a it's an incredible workout. Like, what's the like, what do we do? Or is are those ladies who have those fast mile times? Are they going to are they going to take off and separate quickly? Or are they going to hold the pack down? And then at the end of the lap, are we going to start getting quicker? Like, that's kind of like what's running through my head. Am I, do I need to just try and keep up or do I need to run my own race? Well, I think it also depends on what the laps are going to be. So it says the 200 to 400. And that makes, that makes a decent difference. If it is a 200, there are some people who, they aren't runners, but they can rip a 200. Their mile sucks, but they can fly. I I guarantee you, you saying Bolt's mile time probably wasn't that great but he was running 19 low for a 200. So he's going to make it through the first two and he'll be okay. Um, and that could be enough from a points perspective. If you're really good in the other two workouts, yep. if I'm a fast runner and it's a 400, I'm not sitting around and letting it kick. If I'm, yep. if I'm one of the quicker ones, I'm going, I'm going Lauren week style straight to the front and I don't want anybody near me. Yep. So my thing though, is they, it, it's a continuous, right? Correct. Okay. I was going to say, there's no like, Okay, everyone stop. You were the last three. No. You're out. Now we're going to go again. No, it, it's a continuous. But the thing is, like, if you're doing it from a points perspective and you know, I can't do this for three rounds, four rounds, but I can make it out of round one or two if I just book it. Yep. Um, you take that. It's a reckless approach. You're not going to win that way, but you might win on the scoreboard that way. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that would be the only one where if you say, hey, I'm going to show up, run one lap and go home, that might happen. <laughs> I, mean, I would, yeah. I would just, hang on, I would just hang on for dear life. I mean, if the people who know they're fast—that's what it's going to come down. To. I mean, if the people, who, the people who are really fast, should know enough to not go ninety-nine percent on lap one, right? Like they, they're smart. Like they know that's like doing heats at a at a at the Olympics, right? If they don't, that's their own fault. But yeah, if I'm you, I'm just like, all right, I don't want to be, I don't want to, let's see if I can make it past the first one at least. I just texted Austin because yeah. this is so annoying to me, this 200 or 400 meter laps. Um, and by the way, you also have to forget what I said earlier about the venue because I said it was, it's not at a, it's not laps. You're at, you're at, uh, what do you call it? I already forgot the Alpha name. Alpha Warrior, I think. Alpha Warrior. They might San have Antonio. a track. They might have a track. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's definitely not, it's not the East Coast one, but I just, it seems weird to have one or the other, so I just texted him and asked him if he knows or yeah. each. Uh, it should be the same. Big difference between 200 and 400. Um, but we'll, oh, 100%. We'll find out. But yeah. No, it'll be interesting. That was absolutely the workout that I looked at and was like, cool. It's there. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get my participation sticker. That's <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but I think that's but I think that's the, the, the second and third events, right? Like this is, this is what we're trying to find out. Right. If you can lift, can you run fast? If you can run fast, can you lift? I think that's I think that's a good I think that's a good uh, what do you call it? I think that gives us kind of what we want. Benchmark. The, the, the question is, uh, do you think, uh, Dylan, do you think this Murph ish workout one? Do you think that's a good one or would you have put something else since we've already got these two very distinct ones? No, I, I love that. I love that workout. I think that that's a perfect. Um, I think the weight's heavy enough. It's a limiter. Like you can't be a small like a small guy like me is not going to be able to go out there, run fast, lift that bag, and just like blow away from people because it's a heaviest weight, you know. And you're weighted down with a vest. I'm a big fan of that first workout for testing what I think would be the wheelhouse of a hybrid athlete. Um, yep. And then you go to your pure kind of strength stuff. I mean, not I guess if it was pure strength, it'd be just one rep max. But 
you go to heavy stuff, rep it out, which is the question that they ask from hybrid athletes. Can you continually move weight and then turn it into a run thing? I love these three workouts. I think it's a very good test. Did you, uh, did yeah. you, did you watch Go Ruck Games or did you keep up with all the women posting about it? I, I did, did the best that I could bit. to keep up. Oh, you were not asking me. I was oh. asking Jordan. No. Oh, uh, yeah. I did a little bit. Um, I started following them actually this last year. Um, kind of like I said, I've been following, like, I don't really have the goal of like, what am I training for? I just do CrossFit because I really love it and it's what people around me do uh, and I enjoy it. But I've seen more of the High Rock stuff, I've seen more of the Go Ruck stuff. And I'm like, that's just an ultimate test of grit. Can you enter that pain cave? Can you push through it? Are you strong and are you fast? Yes, that is how it should be translated in CrossFit. But CrossFit has a, a I feel like a different spectrum of like, you got to be really strong and then you can be like moderately fast. But as long as you can keep like a good pace, you're good. Whereas I've been more like inclined to want to try to train for like a high rocks thing because I do like running and I want to be a better runner. So I want to include more running in my training and get more running in it. Whereas I don't really always get that in CrossFit. It's just a lot of, we're always using weights and a lot of body weight stuff. So it's, um, it's been interesting for me to see like the different trainings and trying to figure out what is it that I want to do. I don't think I'll ever leave CrossFit just because I do really enjoy it. I've gotten really strong. I've also, I am the fittest I've ever been. I mean, I weigh, my weight has gone down, just overall healthier person, even healthier than when I was in college. So um, it's been a great experience, but now I see like all these different avenues of things that I could do or try. Um, and Go Rock and High Rocks have been one of the two things that I'm like, huh, I would like to try that. But then again, I am a, just a bigger gal. So <laughs> this is your open invitation. Come over to the High Rock side and come give it a try. Come give it a try. I, um, yeah, we've got some people um, at my gym that yeah. have actually done it. And they, I mean, they still do CrossFit. And they're like, yeah, we love that. Yeah. It, they just had to take a break. Not necessarily a break from CrossFit. They still did a lot of the training, but just upped their running. And yeah, so, basically, no, you, uh, you, and, and uh, you know, upping your running, you can, you can train for. And in three to six months or six months for sure, you can make some improvements. Um, oh, yeah. And there's, and there's no... Uh, there's no muscle-up buy-in where I don't know how many muscle-ups you can do in the next three or six months. True. Yeah. I'm glad there's not a muscle-up buy-in. That'd be a problem for me. I do struggle-ups. I get like halfway up the bar and then inchworm my way up. And finally, I'm out at the top. And I'm like, yes. And now I got to get back down. Um, yeah. So, but that's, I think that's one of the beauties of like uh, of some of these hybrid sports coming up now. Whenever somebody asks me like, hey, what do you race? What do you do? I call it distance running plus non-technical CrossFit. That's the best way I can describe it um, because that, that, that's what I think. I'm like, ah, they, they asked me, I'm like, yeah, run inside, but take away all the barbell movements as well as gymnastics movements. And it becomes yep. pure capacity tests. Yeah. Um, and if you're someone who just wants to like, I just want to see how fit I am. I don't want to suddenly be like, oh, hey, you're going to have to do triple unders. Like I'm going to pull out these, I'm going to pull out some silly movement, which is functional in the fact that it's fun that if you can do cool stuff like that. But yep. you're like, I can't even do the rest of this workout because this thing is in my way. And that's just something that I haven't had time to practice. I'm fit enough. I just haven't been able to practice. Um, yep. You don't get that with high rocks and stuff. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. So it's definitely been on my radar. And I feel like I'm getting a little bit of it now that I'm in with the battle bunker because I know that's a lot what Hunter does now. Um, so I can kind of see the translation. But Hunter's yeah. also just a freaking beast in you know, the fact of strong as all get out and can still just run like crazy. So um, that's also been another thing. I mean, like I said, I follow Nick Bear too. So just to be able to see him still put up weights, be strong, but also an incredible runner, Ironmans, ultras, you know, things like that. He just sets his mind to it. And he wants to do it. I think that, you know, people who can do that, that's like the ultimate, you know, example of like a fit person. Um one of the guys that made it, I, I just know his Instagram handle, Jack D Fitness or something. Oh, I think he's on Jack the side. Yeah. Jack Driscoll. So, he's something. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, I follow him on Instagram. And it's just the things like that. Like, he wants to be the fittest guy on the planet. Like, and to me, the fittest person on the planet is if you ask them to do anything, they can do it. And so, 
it's almost like this, just like all inclusive cross training thing. So it's like, I'm starting my cross training journey with CrossFit. Hopefully I'll be able to move it into, you know, maybe doing go rock and then doing high rocks. And so one day I can ask myself, like, can I do all of these things? And I think that's what I put together. My new goal is for myself, not just this year, because it's not achievable within a year. Um, but for the foreseeable future, like I want to be an all around well oiled machine. When someone asks me, can you run a 5k time under this? Can you run a half marathon without stopping? Can you run a marathon? Would you do an ultra? Would you do an Ironman? Can you swim? No, I can't swim. So now let's learn. Like <laughs> just, I think that's the new thing. And so stepping into this com- uncomfortable zone of battle bunker, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to start running. <laughs> we're going to start doing a bunch of body weight stuff and I'm going to get my ass kicked, but it's going to be a really good learning point. And I think the, the best thing about this kind of like functional fitness realm is when you can't do something because you know it's something you lack, it eats you up, it festers inside, and you're like, I need to be able to achieve this, so this is what I'm going to work for. And so that's what I've found this year is a lot of my holes and what I'm not capable of doing, and I'm going to turn them into things that I can now do. So starting so with the Battle Bunker. And isn't there <laughs> – where, where in Texas are you again? Because isn't there another – isn't there fall, Dallas and Houston, High Roxes? There might be. I'm in Dallas. Well, I'm like right outside of Dallas. Um, okay. And then yeah, they, they should have one in the fall there. Yeah. And I then can, you, should I can look come, the you, and you should definitely come hang out at the DECA World Champs because they'll be, everybody's going to yeah. be there. So you should definitely come and yeah. hang out and meet some people. And you can, you can rip in. You can, you can do the DECA strong. Get her into a DECA strong. She could probably mess one of those up pretty well. Actually, you probably could. You could qualify for the World Champs for that. Yeah. I think so that there's a decent chance Tell, tell what Decker's All right, is. so so you're going to go through 10 different movements. Um, you're going to start with reverse lunges. I believe women start with 44 pounds. You, you got to, 30 of those. Don't, don't give her each one of the workouts, You, dude. you said, I, yeah, hon. You said tell her what it is. She's not going right. to remember 10 workouts, but by the time you get to the end of the conversation. Maybe I will. Doesn't matter. I believe. See, it's listen, not, I believe in your It's like. I don't believe in Matt. I don't believe in Matt. <laughs> It's, I'll just give you my example, then he can spend, and then he can waste two two minutes. It's like Hyrox, but lighter and fa- but lighter and easier. You know what I mean? It's it's half the running and uh, and not nearly as heavy. So it's a functional fitness ish workout, right? And but that's the deck of fit. That's the deck of fit. And then the strong is none of the running, just the workout. So you do quite well at that. Okay. Basically, a thirteen minute metcon. Nice. That's, that's about what is that's about what it is. It's a thirteen minute metcon that's going to include okay. some body weight movements. Some heavy, like not heavy uh, in any real CrossFit sense kind of stuff. And then some erg work. Plus, really, the, the killer on it is 25 cows on the assault bike. If you suck at that, you're not going to keep up. If you can blow through that, you, then you've got a good chance. Yep. So, um, so the ergs and, and the bikes, they're all in my favor. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. I and then with the, the basketball, the basketball yeah. background, your coordination should be good for box yep. overs and like reverse lunges and stuff. Like, look into a deck of strong and just go put a time on the board because I think there's a decent chance that that name might be a little bit higher than you think it could be. Sweet. Yeah, I'll definitely give it a look. Oh, yeah. There's, there's That'd one, be a good workout. There, there's one this weekend in Fort Worth. <laughs> oh, shoot. Let's get you signed up. <laughs> Let's get you signed up right now. I'll have to look at it. Let me see. No, it's just, it's just something that should be on your radar if you're looking for these Heck kind yeah. of things to ask yourself, like, what are the tests that I can use as benchmarks for reaching yep. that goal of saying I am fit across the board? Yeah, plus yep. it's all, it's like forty bucks to enter. You should you should do it, man. Talk to your coach and throw throw yourself in there. Yeah, that's not terrible. I'll uh, I'll send you the link. Yeah, because then you could qualify for the world champs, which also is in Dallas. No, 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 don't have, have to, to go anywhere. Plenty. Yeah, no, just drive right down the road. You're basically you're like ninety percent ready to show up at this moment right now. You're already in the car. You're like true. I just bought um, new running shoes too, so I got to put them to use. What uh what brand are you going with? I go with Hoka. You go with Hoka? All right, cool. I get behind yeah. that. I get behind that. It's, I, I, I probably, if I look across the room right now, I've got shoes scattered everywhere. It's a mess. They're just, I'll try every which brand that I can get my hands on. And, yeah. You know, I've done but some Hoka's are solid ones. But I like the Hoka's better. Yeah, absolutely rock with those. Whatever, you got to find whatever it is that works um, with regards to your feet. I'll have some that'll just squeeze the hell out of my foot. I'm like, nope, can't do that. Yeah. Um, and then I guess last thing... I would have is I would say you mentioned having all these like benchmarks. 
that you would say that would make you fit, like fit in the, the sense that you see a fit individual? Have you written any of those down? Like, do you have times and weights and stuff that you're like, if I can get to this in my fitness career, I can be like, I got a hell of a lot out of myself and I'm proud of it. I've got a few things written down. Um, that list is pretty small because the goals haven't been, I guess, vocalized. So now that yeah. I've actually said out loud and it's going to be into the world that I want to do high rocks and go rock, then for sure I need to add some new things, you know, getting my mile time faster how many miles at once do I want to be able to run and like what pace do I want that to be at? So definitely things like that. Um, But yeah, I've got some things jotted down for sure um, that I think are good and measurable for me at least right now where I'm at. Solid. Solid. I was just kind of curious on that, how well that had been spelled out or if it was still a little bit ambiguous as like, ah, I'm figuring it out along the way. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think you have a lot of promise in the sport. Glad you're working with a coach that's going to get you pushed in the direction of like getting the most out of yourself. Um, yeah. And I look forward to hopefully seeing you at a high rocks race, at a deck of fit race, something like that. Maybe I stumble my way into some kind of CrossFit stuff and we cross paths <laughs> yeah. there. But, but either way, that, that's all the questions I got for you. And it was great to talk with you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I know it's super short notice, but seriously, go do uh, go do that, Deca. You're gonna like you'll you'll. I mean, what's the what's the fastest time right now in Deca Strong? Do you know, Dylan? Oh, hold on, hold on. I can find out. It's got to be in the twelve. I just mm, let me see who has the record. Give me just a moment, and I'll be able to pull this up. Leaderboard. Like it, it would be hard for you not to make the top. What is it? Top ten go to the world champs. It was top twelve last year. I yeah, thought. I can't see her not being in the top twelve, even at her first time. I, I have a feeling that, I mean, based on right now, top female is my teammate, one of my best friends, Tara Jackson. Um, and then, and that's 1240. So right now, wow. last time in at this 12 is 1344. Um, I think you'd probably take that to task. So take a look into it and, and, and give it a shot this weekend. I'd be excited to see yeah. what you throw down. Yeah, I'll definitely see if I can make it happen. Would you believe I got a DM from Jordan about, I don't know, 20 minutes, maybe an hour after this episode. And she's like, oh, yeah, I did sign up for that deck of strong. So, boom, that's awesome. We love it when athletes just take a chance and go for it. So I'm so excited for her to see how this turns out for her. And uh, thanks again, Jordan. We will see you at the Battle Bunker. Good luck. Enjoy future episodes of The Hybrid Dive.